Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement, and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is about movement. (laughs) I'm only laughing because that's in the title, but it's about how stagnant water can teach us about our bodies. If you've ever been around water that's been sitting in a flower pot for a while or any source of container that is holding water and how it can become stagnant and not smell well and things can grow in it, it really helps you understand our body how our body being mostly fluid, over 70% of our body is water. Uh, You can see how that uh, being so much water, we could have stagnancy as well, just like sitting water. And, you know, growing up, I had a pond across the street um, and we loved to go over and play in this pond, not in it, but around it. It had frogs and tadpoles and all kinds of water bugs and super cool stuff. And after a few years, I can't remember how long, but maybe four to six years, duckweed, this kind of invasive plant, water plant, grew on top of the pond. And the reason I think it could grow is because it was non-moving water. It wasn't a stream. It was a pond. It was the right temperature. And it could it could grow. And so things underneath it weren't able to survive as well because it blocked the oxygen. And anyway, our neighbors who owned the pond tried everything to get rid of this duckweed since there wasn't a natural flow of water. 
And they got geese in there who um, were supposed to eat the duckweed, but they couldn't keep up with it. And he tried different non-poisonous chemicals, I guess, if there is such a thing, um, to try and kill off some of the duckweed. But then that uh, didn't work. It just, so eventually they actually drained the pond and filled it up. And I always remember the smell of duckweed because, yeah, it just didn't have a great smell. And it, and it reminded me of stagnant water. And, and there's what stagnant water happens uh, because things aren't moving, right? There's no flowing and there can be really unpleasant smells. And there's not a development that's um, happening. It's There's not a change or shift. So I looked at the definition of stagnant, and there's many, but here are some possible definitions just to give us an idea. And what happens with stagnant water? Well, stagnant water is increasing the chance of disease to happen. But anyway, stagnant. There's a tone to the word stagnant that sounds like what it is, a lacking movement, stale and active, especially with an exaggerated pronunciation, stagnant. It came into the use in the 17th century as a description for water or air that wasn't moving or circulating, like a scum-covered pond, like I was mentioning, or a closed-off room. Often things that are stagnant also have a smell from sitting too long in one place. So the other definitions are not growing or changing without force or vitality, not circulating or flowing. So I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and she said that her partner, her wife had told her how the body, when it was, that she would feel like a stagnant pond when she wasn't moving. And I was like, that's a brilliant description. Because if we don't move well, we do. We set ourselves up for not only not feeling great and not having that flow of energy, but in fact, more prevalent or larger than our circulatory system is our lymphatic system. And our lymphatic system absolutely depends on movement. So like a, like a stream of water would uh, set up a much more healthy environment for the ecosystem than just stagnant water. The lymphatic system is the exact same way. And many, many people are not familiar with the lymphatic system. They hear about lymph nodes and kind of might know a little bit, but the lymphatic system is the network of tissues and organs that make, that are made up of our lymph vessels, our lymph nodes, you might've heard of those, and then lymph fluid. And this fluid contains the white blood cells in the body that are really important for fighting infection. It contains water and some other composition. And this is a network that's all over the body. We might feel lymph nodes under our arm, in our groin, in our neck. They are not really supposed, they're just there and you won't feel them necessarily unless there is something if there's lymph in there or there's some swelling, some infection that's being fought. And then there's organs in the body that are also considered part of the lymphatic system. And you might've know about the tonsils and adenoids, and there's also the spleen and the thymus gland. So how the lymphatic system works 
is it is the body's drainage system. And it is, it is working for us all the time. It, we hope in a normal, you know, healthy, um, functioning body, the lymphatic system is working around the clock. It works to clean up, get rid of waste that's left behind by the other systems in the body. So if we're really healthy, our lymphatic system helps out with a variety of things. It helps with the filtering of the lymph. So lymph is what's, it passes through the nodes and, and the white blood cells will have a chance to attack any kind of stagnancy, any bacteria or viruses or anything in the lymph. And they, they will collect in the lymphatic fluid and then that's drain, that fluid is drained back into the bloodstream and it's, and it's collecting it and so that it can be moved along and it's the body won't have swelling or backup. If it didn't drain that, that's what would happen. So then the lymphatic system filters the blood through the, spe- the spleen. And so any of that kind of stagnant stuff will be filtered out. It removes the old red blood cells and replaces them with new ones that are made from the uh, bone marrow in our body. The lymphatic system is crucial for fighting the infection through this system. It's defending the body against all that stagnant stuff, bacteria, germs, fungus, you know, all the wonderful things. And our system will, we are able to build up immunity because of, by making the, the, the white cells, which are lymphocytes. And those white blood cells will produce the fighting responses um, for the immune system uh, to defend itself against disease in, in the form of producing antibodies and whatnot. It's, um, it's really our sewage system. It's removing all the impurities and toxins and such. So this is all coming through this lymphatic system. And then we um, dispose of them through, the, through our urine, our bowels, our perspiration, our breath, you know, anytime we're, anything that's coming, any of the orifices that are, that is uh, able to release that. So when things do not go well in the lymphatic system, it sets you up for possible swelling or disease and other things. Now, so how do we keep this system healthy? Well, guess what the number one thing is to do? You can imagine, dun, da da move, a peak functioning lymphatic system is really the plumbing for the body. And it, it is, like I said, it's twice as extensive as the blood supply, the arterial blood supply. And to do this, there is a pump. We have a pump involved. Now, we, we have the body can only pump through movement. All right, so the lymphatic system needs us. It needs our help to move the fluid through the body because it doesn't have, like, it doesn't have a heart. Like we have the heart that pumps the blood. Well, how do we move this stuff, the fluid, to get rid of it? We do it through our movement. And just like that stagnant lake, that stagnant pond, we don't have a movement of water, that you'll have a backup. And the lymphatic system will 
cause swelling, like I said before, but there's many other symptoms that you can um, feel when you're backed up. And that is from not, from being sedentary. Now there's other things too. You can have a poor diet. You can have, uh, you know, live in an environment that's not great for you with toxins and other things that will contribute to the backup. But the sedentary lifestyle is huge. It's a huge contributor. So I just think of that pond with the duckweed on top and how nothing could flow. Nothing could get out of there. Oxygen couldn't get in. So the congestion of the lymphs, uh, lymphatic system is a huge, huge contributor to that stagnancy and therefore to the inflammation and disease. Think about it. If the lymph uh, fluid is not flowing well, then just like how the pond got to, was starting to get poisoned by its own stuff, the bacteria that were in there, the cells are poisoned from their own waste. And this, the fluid, the lymph fluid becomes its own kind of cesspool for toxins. What's the outcome of that? How do you feel? Well, you feel fatigued. You feel swollen. Like I said, there's more, you're more puffy. There's inflammation, there's infection, and then other symptoms. What are some of the other symptoms? So these are these are pretty well researched. What are some of the signs that your lymphatic system is not working well and is clogged or backed up or stagnant? Headaches, brain fog, lack of energy, right? That fatigue, swollen lymph nodes or tonsils, recurrent sore throat, mucus in the morning, mucus drainage, especially after dairy or flour. Fluid back up in the ear, that's more more for the children. There's reduced ability to fight infection. So you you can't clear one cold to the other, just keeps coming. Constipation, sluggish bowel function. Maybe that also contributes to uh, not being able to lose weight because toxins in that are ho- that are held in the system and not able to be excreted can play a part in holding on to weight. Then of course there's soreness in the joints, bloating um, and heaviness in the extremities, pain, pressure in the um, joint in the joints, sore breast or breast swelling with your menstrual cycle because again you're not able to get rid of some of the offset of the hormones. And then things in your skin as well, like acne, rashes, and itchy skin. These are all possible. They're all possibly related to the lymphs, the lymphatic system being stagnant or backed up. So, in addition, the first thing you have to do is you have to move. The contraction of the muscles will force these tiny valves of the lymph system to open and close and push the fluid. Uh, to the veins. They are one-way valves. You have to move. Remember, it doesn't have a pump like the heart. So the proper flow of the lymph system requires body movement. I've said this in a lot of my teacher trainings, you have to effing move, (laughs) but you do. You do. And I just want to convince you of the importance of movement. It is life. It is not only life force in a woo-woo way, it is life you will become a stagnant pond with duckweed maybe. (laughs) So you have to move. Deep breathing, body movement, crucial. First thing you have to do, move, move, move. The second thing that helps with the lymphatic system is proper hydration. 
So you can imagine you need good hydration to help with that stagnant water. You also need to um, eat well. Okay, so water, hydration, but you also need to eat a healthy diet. There's things that you can imagine which would contribute to stagnancy in the body in an unhealthy diet. Processed foods, huge, and bad fats are going to clog up your lymphatic system, just like they'll clog up your bowels. And this can really lead to, you know, bad constipation, or you could have erratic constipation. You know, it could be constipation and then diarrhea. Like there's not a consistency. It's like clogged and then it's super not clogged, you know? So it's like the body doesn't have a good drainage system. So watching hydration and food so that there's not this weird digestive imbalance, you know, so it's not just constipation, but there could be a little diarrhea as well. What else? Um, Making sure you're not having a lot of stress in your body. The hormones like cortisol and whatnot produce, increase your cortisol, and that increases the um, acidity in the body. An acidic body is going to lead to the stagnancy, more congestion in the lymph. So because of the waste products that the the cortisol, the stress-fighting hormones produce. Any and living in an an environment that has a lot of toxins. Now that living in is not just like, oh, my house. This is like your body. Are you putting a lot of crap and harmful chemicals on your skin? The biggest organ here. Um, Is your body care products? Does it have a lot of uh, chemicals or pesticides and stuff like that? Because the lymph system is, it needs to, be able to detoxify, but if it's not working well, it's not going to it's not going to be able to do that. So here's what you need to do every single day: move, move, move. Get up and move. Get up and move often. If you have to sit at a desk for eight hours, you still have to get up and move. So you need to get up and move as often as you can to help the burden of the body, of the lymphatic system, to get rid of toxins, help the circulation, all of that. You need to drink water, a lot of it. It's a big problem when uh, for congestion and stagnancy when you're dehydrated. The lymph isn't as fluid. It literally becomes thicker and less mobile when you're dehydrated. So you can imagine if you're going on a plane, this is why you got to hydrate on a plane because you're not moving a lot usually, and then you're not drinking a lot. And so that's why you feel that, all that swelling. I mean, obviously you have pressure changes as well, but really, really hydrate a lot. Look at the color of your urine, <laughs> okay? If it's clear, you're doing well. If it's not, and I say clear, not perfectly clear, because then sometimes that's said that you're drinking too much, but like a light yellow. You need to rest too. You need to deep breathe, all the kind of things that are going to help with your stress, now, there's other things that they'll talk about, like um, a rebounder. Have you ever seen those little trampolines? Bouncing on them helps a lot with the lymph system. That is a particular way to activate it through this movement. So look that up. The rebounder is really cool, and I think it's great if you can do some rebounding while you're doing some work, and you can do verbal messages, so you're dictating like I am now, so you can bounce and do that. 
obviously, let's do some yoga, That, especially my kind of yoga where you're moving in a variety of ways that's going to help that lymph system uh, mobilize the lymph and clear it out. Watch what you put in and on your body in the form of food and on the form of cosmetics and the form of skincare products, all of that. So just really, really be careful and move well. Get less stagnant. Don't be a pond. I'm pulling for you. Let's go.